Right. Welcome to Travis Pepper Mentoring a Moron, the show where we take your recommendations on what to watch, read, listen to, and be inspired by. This week, we take a look at Sean the Sheep, the movie, and Moondance by Van Morrison. But first, Luke goes on about his sweaty-ass back, like his padded perspiration revelation is better than tits, before having a go at me for, oh, enjoying some music. Uh, we should be cancelled. Well, let's get started. If you sometimes feel like a moron, don't worry, we've got one too. Because we're not that clever, but we make it all up with our can-do attitude. So if you like a bit of banter with me and this old wanker, we've got just the thing for you. We've got lots of content and it won't make sense. It's the Travis Pepper Show. Sorry for... <laughs> Sorry for fucking you about me. I'm all over the place. I'm just like, yeah, it sounds like this. Oh, mate, I'm all over the gaff, man. It does. It does like... look like you didn't go for a pee. It does look like you ran out and quickly brushed your hair just now. Does it? Does my like, hair look better? It does look better. I don't know if it does oh, the wind as you ran for your piss or something, but oh, it's a little bit smoother. Maybe I was, the as I soon as she came on camera, I was like, oh, he is having a tough day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's just been a, do you know what? Like I shouldn't complain because I've spent a lot of time like scrounging around thinking, where am I going? Like I need something to do. Does that make yeah. sense? Like we took, we're talking about business here. So like with work, Book. business, business, we're talking business, <laughs> men and business. Business um, thing. Business <laughs> man business. does business. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so important because I do business things. Um, <laughs> it's funny before you do that, it's, this is how my friend, so my friend, she, she's not the most career driven person ever. Um, but she, so whenever she, we talk about like work stuff, that's particularly businessy. She was like, Oh, are you guys businessing again? Is, is this, is this what you guys do? And this is her entire <laughs> knowledge of like the career driven world is, Oh, you business and you, you put on a shirt and you go in business and you do the business businessing and you're like, yes, 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 yeah, that's, that's what we've been doing this week. Thank you. <laughs> Wake it up and do it business. Um, yeah. so yeah, I've been kind of like spent a long time scratching around and then all of a sudden there's things for me to do. So I shouldn't complain because there's stuff to do. Does that make sense? I mean, it's a shock. It's a shock to the system if you suddenly have a lot to do. Like, yeah, you know, it's nice though. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a double edged sword. Cause you're like, yes, finally stuff to do. Oh God, I haven't done stuff in such a long time or something like that. That's me when going back to work, I had almost yeah. a month off. <laughs> Uh, well, I like Christmas. the crazy thing is, I found myself working this weekend, and it was like, oh, I need to work, I need to work, and then I get to Sunday night, and it's like, oh, cool, I get, I get to chill out, I get to relax a little bit. Oh no, I don't. I've got to sit and watch fucking Shaun the Sheep now <laughs> with my Sunday. <laughs> so if, if I'm not doing work stuff, it's like podcast, and then it's like, okay, yeah, so I've got to read this book, Sapiens, which I've made next to. Zero start. Although what uh, I've read, okay. I've actually been quite interested in. Um, okay, I'm about uh, halfway through Sapiens now. Oh so. fucking hell! Oh, I've got a cut. I've got a lot of catching up to do. So I was doing yeah. that. I plan the album. The album I can have every day on in the week, so like it's not too bad. Yeah. Um, 
But then I did get to last night and I thought, oh, you know what? Tottenham, <laughs> Tottenham are playing Brighton tonight. I'm going to see them watch a football match and just, oh, fucking show them the shade. <laughs> nah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm sitting there on a Sunday night like... Well, this is the thing. Like During this week, I was like, oh, oh I think I'm going to sit down and just watch some TV. And suddenly I was in the kitchen and I just went, oh. My housemate's like, what's up, I've got to watch Sean the Sheep. <laughs> what do you mean you've got to watch Sean the Sheep? Oh, it's a long story. <laughs> Just direct us to the podcast. Season one, episode one. Like, find out yeah. for yourself. If you want to know yeah, why I'm doing all of this stuff, well, yeah. It was always there in season one. So, <laughs> well, My life has become this pathetic. Yeah. Um, so I've kind of like rushed around okay. and come here and I'm like ready for my therapy session and i'm ready to like just spiel well that's okay but, i've got um, my therapy book to keep notes on yeah, you got, like, got a notepad this well is this done. is the big book of luke <laughs> the big the big book of little luke um <laughs> you back quite kinda, a punch <laughs> i was kind of hoping that you would be the driving force for having anything exciting because all i've got is business business and i, business. I sometimes <laughs> business and i like to sometimes come to the podcast and be like yes this is what i've done this week oh, but i've so done diddly squat so i'm like hopefully please don't tell me you're getting your calendar up you've got that look on your face <laughs> <laughs> so, oh what have i done this week <laughs> i've just booted actually? up my calendar <laughs> so i've watered, I've watered some plants uh, i've tidied my room that's another one um, well, you put this kind of shit in your calendar for real oh mate this was the best idea like you know, you know how the stuff that you just need to do, like, routinely, but you never do it. It get, just gets to the point you're like, oh, fuck, I should clean my room. I haven't done that in, I don't know how long. And so I was mm. like, well, how often should someone clean their room? Like, how, how often should you do it? And it's like, um, quick tidy every, two, every week, every two weeks, but then, like, a proper clean, like, four times a year, and then, like, once a year, a fucking deep clean so i just put them in my calendar now what's the difference between like a, a deep clean and uh just i'm doing a little I've, bit I've, of a... I've, I've actually got definition for this okay. so right normal clean like weekly just put everything back where it's meant to be and if anything's dirty yeah sort it out yeah the quarterly <laughs> the quarterly clean <laughs> yeah you actually need to have like a substance like polish you need to have right. like like <laughs> spray and stuff that's yeah. quarterly okay and, and, and then yearly is the you've got to move things that haven't been moved for the entire year so i'm talking the bed take, you got to move take, the bed and then get behind the that up you got yeah. to like underneath the desk behind the computer actually yeah behind the cupboard and stuff like that that's the yearly one and so yeah, so I've blocked a whole weekend out. For the yearly clean. For the yearly clean. Mate, what are our lives coming to when the most exciting thing we're talking about on the podcast <laughs> is your your breakdown well, of your I weekly clean, I wasn't excited about it clean. until you brought it up and asked me questions. Now I'm well, really proud of my system. <laughs> yeah. So when are you... Okay, if you're doing your weekly and your quarterly, does the, does the yearly clean sit slap bang in the middle? Or do you have... It, like, it 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 surpasses, so it replaces. So you don't need to if you, you don't need to do like 
a quarterly clean and a weekly clean if you've done the annual clean that weekend, obviously. I mean, you could do it if you really want to, but I don't know. Sometimes I can make a mess that big. And what what happens if, like, somebody wants to do something that weekend? Would you specifically say, oh, I can't make it this weekend. I've got my annual clean in the diary. Like, (laughs) can the annual clean be moved? I've I've only set this up during, like, this pandemic. Right, okay. So it's been fuck all to do anyway. So I don't know. But I've yeah, okay. I have already delayed stuff because I couldn't be fucked. So I've already like moved this and all reoccurring events has happened maybe a couple of times. But it's got stuff okay. in there like you should wash your bed sheets like every well it says like every, uh, I googled how often should I wash my bed sheets? <laughs> <laughs> There's our episode title. <laughs> how and it often said, should you wash your bed sheets? It says Every two weeks. And I went, fuck off. I'm not doing it every two weeks. I'm doing it every four weeks now. So I've got a life hack for washing bedsheets. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, intriguing. Quality content. <laughs> yeah. Everyone prepare for a life hack, bedsheet washing. Um, it's, it's, it makes your bedsheets last longer. So basically, I go to bed <laughs> in trackies and a hoodie because I sometimes sweat in the middle of the night. So do you know, do you know what? I don't know where these night sweats come from, but there would be, there was a period in my life where honestly, I could wake myself up in the middle of the night because there was so much sweat, 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 sweaty look, sweet shorty sweat. Well, shorty. You'd wake up in the middle of the night Shredder. and you'd be, you'd be like, I'd be sweat swimming Mate. about. Right. Okay. Put it this way. It would wake me up in the middle of the night and I would have to move to the other side of the bed to be able to go back to sleep. That's how wet the bed would be. <laughs> Don't do that face. It's just a bit of sweat. Pull yourself together. <laughs> Pull yourself together, man. I'm going to wrap um, you in a sponge next, <laughs> next time you go to sleep. Just a, just a like disclaimer for all our female listeners. I am still single. So. Start queuing, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> if you can form an orderly queue you, to my left. <laughs> but if you're not single, then there'll be no yeah. other side of the bed. Like if you're, I know. If you get, Thank God yeah. I'm single. I'd have, yeah. to, I'd have to see if I could push her to the other side, put her in the wet without her noticing. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he a charmer? <laughs> um, so anyway, so this is true story. So get, we're going to the life hack, aren't we? Yeah. yeah so yeah. I got fed up of like because oh this is gonna get do i don't want to talk about this kind of stuff um so you've like, started yeah, you I can't know. stop <laughs> yeah i know it's just about to get that little bit worse though where you're like oh, oh yeah um, i forgot about that part of the story when i was a I really big idiot about, oh it's not as bad as some of the stuff i've spoken about on here but yeah. after a while sweat becomes stale and it doesn't smell nice yeah now now i give you the right to gag <laughs> um <clears throat> Okay. And uh, uh, basically, I got fed up of washing my bed sheets, so I'd either have to wash my bed sheets like every other night, or uh, have really smelly, stale bedroom. Right? Like, talk about your weekly clean. Mine would be like daily clean. Um, <laughs> and then the sensible thing I did was move to Australia, and that solved all my problems because I moved to thirty degree heat. <laughs> so I, I just <laughs> practically sweated every night of my life. Um, <laughs> Is that the hack? No. (laughs) The life hack to get clean sheets is to move to Australia. Move to Australia. 
Yeah. Well, do you know what the um, do you know what the sweaty thing is related to? We will get to the life hack. I promise. Stay tuned, people. We'll get to the life hack. Just keeping um, them keeping them on the line there, you know. Oh mate, they're on the hook. They're thinking, well, how's he solved this? How's he stopped the sweating? <laughs> they're looking for um, a picking solution. Uh, and they will get one. Um they will get one. So basically, I had this thing, again, true, called Palmer mm-hmm. hyperhidrosis. Have I told you about this? I know about this. You told me about yeah. this when we were in a sauna together, which was yeah, when like, have we been in a sauna? Oh, I know when we've been in a sauna. Yeah, yeah, yeah you were telling me yeah. all about it whilst yeah. sweating buckets. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, this is the thing. You've seen this? Now imagine it here. <laughs> <laughs> I may be profusely sweating from my forehead, but it used to be from my hands. Um, so I had this thing called Palmer hyperhidrosis where um, Palmer, hand, hyper, as in lots of, hydrosis, water. Sweaty hands, sweaty palms. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah, I'm just realising the name. Lots of hand water isn't like yeah. as catchy. <laughs> That's it. Sounds fancy when you say it is palmar hyperhidrosis, but it means lots of hand water. <laughs> <laughs> you got sweaty palms. You were just nervous, weren't you? <laughs> um, well, this is the thing. People always used to think that. So I used to go and shake people's hands or hold somebody's hands. And then, you know, they'd do that thing. You'd catch them at the corner of their eye when they'd be like, wipe their hand on, yeah, you know, yeah, on their yeah. jacket or whatever. And you're like, oh, God, that's not good. Because you'd look at the palms of my hand and... You could creases. see your reflection in them. Yeah, you could see the water in the creases. Like, no word of a lie. Like, when I was a kid, and, and I, I've never been, like the neatest and the tidiest anyway but my handwriting books at school would be a mess because my sweaty palm would just like rub across the page mm. you could wring my english book out by the end of the year just like it was like <laughs> a soggy sweaty mess. it was worse than your bed sheets yeah <laughs> i had to laminate all my school books not because the school told me just because otherwise <laughs> they'd erode <laughs> by the end of the year i just have <laughs> just uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just have the the spine of the book left. But <clears throat> so, eighteen years old, hit maturity. You can uh, at eighteen years old, you can uh, get an operation which solves Palmer hyperhidrosis, stops the excessively sweaty hands. Now, this is quite, it's quite weirdly. I like telling people about this operation just because it makes no sense to me in any way, shape, or form. But the way that they do it is they they put you to sleep. And you're not awake. <laughs> That's what asleep means. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> um, so you're under yeah, and yeah. Um, they deflate one of your lungs. So I don't know how they do it, but one of the lungs keeps going and they deflate the other one and they stop oh. the other lung. They then cut a hole under your armpit and they burn a nerve at the back of the rib cage. And that nerve, obviously, somehow links to the palm of your hands, stops your hands from sweating. But I remember going in for the consultation and the doctor said to me, like, you can have this uh, operation. We burn this nerve and the sweating can defer to somewhere else. And once Mm -hmm. we've done it, it's irreversible. So you take a gamble. It might stop completely. It might defer to somewhere else. Did you... If you... Did, was was it a select few areas that it could defer to, or was it completely random? Like you could have traded sweaty random. hands for like sweaty nose or sweaty balls. So the the example that the guy gave me when I was there for my consultation was he said we had a bloke that had it done a, a while back. His hands stopped sweating, but then he got a sweaty forehead. 
So his forehead would constantly drip and it would constantly sweat. Uh, so his face, it went from his hands to his face and then that was irreversible. So he's now got a sweaty face for the rest of his life. And if he's listening to this, I feel for you, man. Respect. Uh, respect for taking the gamble. Yes, um, our audience members, sweaty people. <laughs> well, if they are, they're going to they're gonna probably get a life. This is probably right their favourite episode then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most value we've had out of this fucking podcast in 35 episodes. Three and a um, half, <laughs> two and a half seasons and we're finally there. So I was like, I'm a gambling man. I'll take the gamble. Okay. So, you know, cut cut me up, Scotty. And um, is, it beam, is it beam me up, Scotty? Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. To you got it right. Reference. Yeah. <laughs> you got it right. Uh, Weird hearing you say it, though. Uh, or cut me up, Scotty. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, had the operation, came out, hands don't sweat anymore. So hands are fine. But the sweating has deferred. And the sweating has deferred to my back. So Ooh. now I get sweaty back. But... The diff- there's a difference. My hands, when um, when I had palmar hypodrosis, my hands would sweat 24-7. My back isn't sweating now, but if I start exercising or if I get hot, my back is the first thing to start mm-hmm, sweating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that led to the sweaty incidents in bed. My back started sweating. I'd, wear, I'd be in under a duvet at night. My back would start sweating and <laughs> I'd have to wake myself up and I'd have to move to the other side of the bed until... Slip out hack. of bread. Slip out of bed. Bread. <laughs> bread. <laughs> Slip out of bread. Um, and the life hack mm-hmm. was if you wear tracky bottoms and a hoodie, you get really, really hot and you sweat in the hoodie and the tracky bottoms but then it stops the bed from getting wet and halfway through the night you can peel them off. <laughs> chuck them to the side. Like a gross sweaty butterfly being born. <laughs> <laughs> come out of <laughs> come out of my sweat cocoon and then they go on the floor and um, yeah, then you can roll back over and go to bed and weirdly, once you've had the sweat, it seems to stop. So you're good from there on in. Because <laughs> you're probably dehydrated um, now. Yeah, and you can't, yeah. Get, you can't get anything out. You're like a raisin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, listen to this. In the end, I realised you can also just get a thinner duvet and that works just as well. Oh, so <laughs> I went through that entire story thinking that that was like the first thing you'd eliminated and it was so insignificant that you didn't need to bring the other no I didn't mate I um I ended up I ended I I did I did the uh the sweaty thing the whatever I said um what did I say? The the hoodie and the tracky bottoms. And uh, now I've got a, a blanket. It, it, it's like a piece of tissue paper. I basically sleep under a piece of tissue paper, um, but it stops me sweating. But <laughs> again, if I That's was, like being stood in the snow in nothing but a pair of Speedos and being like, fuck me, I'm cold. Uh, that's, that's literally <laughs> what you just described. Uh. Uh, yeah so but like if i ever well i'm not going to panic too much about getting into a relationship again but if i ever do um it'll be interesting because like the person's either got to freeze or sweat or maybe we can create our own duvet here 
maybe we're about to create a Travis Pepper um, first bit of merchandise, a half and half duvet, where I've got tissue paper on one side and then the person on the other side's got a thicker... Adjust for your temperature. Well, um, here in Germany, they they have two single duvets on a double bed. Do they? Yeah. So that's so just efficient. Get... That is so German, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't, uh, I don't mm. like it, but I get it. Like, I understand why it's a thing. But I, I had a friend who was complaining yeah. about it. They were like, I don't get this about the Germans. They, why, like, why have they got these two separate, like, duvets? You've you've agreed to spend your life with someone. And you can't share a fucking duvet. And I'm like, mm. well. Well, if you've got an inconvenience, why don't you just sort it out? Get some but why get a single you, why duvet. Why do you have to sleep together? Yeah, that was like, my you, thing. <laughs> that was my thing. Were, I was like, why is this? Yeah, why does it? To. Why do you have to share in this moment, like the entire time? And mm. she was just like, "No, suffer together." That's the point. <laughs> I was That's like, "All oh, right, okay, fair enough." My bad. Because I mean, <laughs> we've probably signed up and agreed to be together for the rest of our lives, and we don't share a bed to do I've got, that. I've got the contracts here. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I baby, don't want to. The babysitting contract that you signed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, Travis Pepper, solemnly swear. Every time I burn it, a new, a new copy appears out of thin air. And it's like, <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. The, not another deal with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think my mum's, I think my mum's more comfortable about, you know, passing now. She knows that I'm going to be looked after when she's gone. You know, but <laughs> at least you'll be okay. <laughs> I know you can now survive without me. God, Travis, um, it. Oh, do you know mate. what? Sorry, go on. No, no, I was I was just about to say I don't know how we tan uh, how we uh, segue off of this, but um, for the rest of how the we seg- how we segue, um, yeah, what from sweaty duvets yeah. to Sean the sheep is a hard one. I'm just impressed that we've managed to talk for. Tw- I literally, I thought I've got nothing to chat about today. Twenty minutes later, I've gone round the houses and I've and I've provided our audience with a life hack. <laughs> it's nice. Oh, I had something that I was going to talk about, but no, fuck that now. It's sweat, sweaty no, backs s- all the time. All the time. I'm sorry, bro. What were you going <laughs> to chat? Can you can you give us anything? No, no, it's all right. Moment, moments passed, mate. Um, no, I'll bring it up when we. Well, which which do we want to do first? Do we want to do the album, or, or do we want to do the movie? I would vote film. We'll do the film first. Okay, cool. I, well, that was what I'd vote, but I mean, you can overthrow me. It's your yeah. show. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, Luke only owns uh, like 10% of this podcast. <laughs> I'm surprised I've even got that. I'll take that. <laughs> no, you are prime oh. content, darling, so it's fine. Oh, um, mate. So, uh, Sean, Sean the Sheep the Movie. Sean the Sheep the Movie. So, yeah, everybody listening, we take our recommendations very, very seriously. This was one of the recommendations we got. And so, yeah, we checked out, um, we checked out Sean the Sheep, the movie. So hopefully so it's, sto- it's a stop mation. It's, it's kind of, it, it was a spin-off Sean the Sheep from Wallace and Gromit. That's how it started. And it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a, one of those claymation stop motion uh, films. Who? Ardman, isn't it? Ardman Studios. I'll double check that. Double A R D M A N. I think they yeah, make... Ard- Ardman Animations. That's it. Ard- Ardman Animations. Yeah. Um, How do you know that? Did you look it because... up for this or? 
No, because at the start of the film, the sh- oh mate, I, maybe we've not watched the same film. You you text me midweek saying, "Here's the link, just to make sure we've watched the same <laughs> yeah. film." Because I realised there were multiple Sean the Sheep's. Like, I didn't look at that link. I forgot. Um, and now that you don't know it's by Ardman, makes me think that we've watched a different film. No, nah, I don't pay attention s- to the credits anyway. So at the beginning, at the start at the start, they all line up and they've got Ardman animations written on them on the sheep. Ah, uh, see, I'm I'm laser focused from the start, me. I'm not missing a trick, me. Which is one of the things I actually thought. The first thought that popped into my head when I watched this, and it, and it opens up was how cute is little baby Sean the sheep? Yeah, you see how cute he is. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. I love the little yeah. um, a little family photo that they take. With the dog, because I went into this film and I was a bit worried that I was going to miss something without having watched the series. I didn't know if there was like a setup for the film or like I don't know. Maybe I'd miss something, some character Dude, development. We're talking about Sean and the fucking <laughs> sheep here, man. Well, I don't know, but it. So, so basically, this is uh, an adventure. So, the movie I watched is. Um, yeah, basically, Sean the Shield ends up one. going to the big, uh, the big, big city. city. Yeah, we yeah, watched yeah. the same one. Okay, good. Oh God! Right. Well, as, that's one of the things about this is it's a journey film. So I thought, oh, tick. Travis is going to love this. Sean goes on a journey. I um, did find myself genuinely laughing at this film a couple of times. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> at the moments I was going, <laughs> oh, this is Sean the Sheep. What? <laughs> Am I really fine? Am I enjoying this? But. Um, I'm going to start with a criticism. Oh, hit me. Hit me with a criticism. But so they have the like the opening montage where they show you like the day, like the day to day of what's happening on the farm. And so the farmer wakes up, he has a clipboard, the dog gets out, goes to the farm. And every day, Sean the sheep is, is waking up like he's had a hard one the night before. Like he's been mm-hmm. out on the town. Yeah. All, he, all, all it shows is, is that he goes into a field every day and that's it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. What the hell is he doing? Why is I he so know. tired getting up in the morning? Um, like what, what are they doing all day? I don't, have an, I don't have an answer for you. I wish I did. Um, mm. Mate, I, just, I, thought, the, I thought your Hawkeyes uh, would spot something. But. No, I, I, I had no reason why he um, did that. I also noticed that the farmer got up every day and put his deodorant on over his shirt. Now, is that a thing or is that incorrect? I don't do that. Yeah, I don't do that. I put it. I put it. On you put it straight elbows. down your back, don't you? Yes. <laughs> oh, I love it when you drop jokes that are relevant to the episode. Um, yeah, well, it wouldn't be relevant if you hadn't spoken about your sweaty back for 10 minutes. So. <laughs> um, yeah, so he was doing that and that was a little bit... Of, but do you know what, look, if we're going to sit here and talk about... Because I got on my high horse about Mr. Mr. Tickle... And the science of Mr. Tickle being incorrect <laughs> with the sun and where the sun was in the sky. Yeah, yeah. If you've not okay. listened to that episode, it's called Is Mr. Tickle a Sociopath? It's back in season two. And I got I got upset about where the sun was placed in the animation in the anima- illustration. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If we're gonna dive into the science of Shaw and the Sheep film, we could be here a long time. Okay. I gave right. I gave up and I threw the towel in when the caravan made it all the way into the big city. <laughs> and then when the caravan stopped in the big city, it stopped because it 
like dropped down, didn't it? And the the front, yeah, of the yeah, yeah, yeah. But on why the didn't ground. that happen earlier? Yeah. Why did that not happen six miles ago when they've chased the <laughs> fucking caravan all the way from the farm into the big city? We could sit here and talk about stuff like that all the time. So a little bit, I'm kind of like, I think you, I think if you go it, watch Sean the Sheep and enjoy it, you got to look past the science. That's mm. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So. <laughs> did you you tell that to the kids before you show them the film you look past the science yeah. don't think don't think too much into it little four-year-old it's fine <laughs> but it's um so the basically the sheep want to have a big day off because sean the sheep got a bad haircut <laughs> that's what i took away from it because the farmer does the will shaving like whenever they need he needs to give them a trim yeah and he's got like a punk rock hairstyle at the start doesn't he yeah Come he's on. got this big woolly thing will probably and um he gets a bad haircut and um i've made a note of that and i was like it's just, they're, they're causing all this fuss over a bad haircut this is ridiculous mm-hmm. and then later in the film the farmer mm-hmm. ends up suffering from amnesia and walks into a barber's because he recognises the shears and just shaves mm. some guy's head in the same style. And I realise that this is like, yeah. the, that hairstyle is like the generation below us, like the hairstyle that these kids have these days where it's just like this top and then shaved at the sides and they got all this fluffy bit on the top. And I've I seen that, that hairstyle in the real world, I don't think. I don't think I've it's ever the sh- walked the shaved past sides on and the curly street on top. and gone, fuck me, he looks like Sean the Sheep. <laughs> no, this is the point. Sure, the sheep. Sure, the sheep is upset that he has a Gen Z haircut. <laughs> <laughs> but sure, the I sheep did... doesn't like TikTok. Basically, this is <laughs> this is what's happening in this movie. Sure, sure, the sheep doesn't like TikTok because I, I did the. Do you know what's really weird about this? I did the same thing almost as you. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed the he- the wall on his head, and I w- and I was like, "Ah, Sean is the only sheep that has wool on his head, and 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 no other <laughs> sheep do, and no sheep in real life have wool on their head, as far as I'm aware. You know, he's the only one that has wool on his head in the whole film. And True. then, it, like you say, it becomes a pivotal part of the story because the farmer suffers from amnesia, mm. shaves a guy's head in the barbers, and then it goes viral, doesn't it? The haircut, and yeah. everybody wants a piece of it. So it does become... The other thing, though, talking about the amnesia thing, uh-huh. that shut me up as well, because the farmer ends up in the big city. The sheep send him off, don't they? The sheep send him off to the big city. The, I loved. And I, was, <laughs> I laughed a lot at the plan that they had to get into the city. So they had... Um, oh, there are d- two moments. So when the... <laughs> So there, there, there are three things here. He pays off the duck with bread. Oh, he <laughs> slices does. of yeah, bread. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah, that yeah, moment. Yeah. And then the do- yeah. duck distracts the dog. And then they distract the farmer for a second so they can run up the street. And then they have to use a different entrance to get into the field, which the sheep start jumping over. And because yeah. the sheep are jumping over, that they send the farmer to sleep. And that's how it yes. all goes down. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, the Shaun the Sheep theme. So when it started, the movie started, the Shaun the Sheep theme wasn't there. I was very, yeah, very no, confused. No as true. soon as the planned success happens, the Shaun yes. the Sheep theme kicks in. So When they're having a little party, when they're getting the pizzas and the stuff together in his yeah. house, that's when it starts to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so, obviously, as you were saying, the farmer goes to the city yeah, by accident. Yes. <laughs> they, they put him in a caravan and the log 
from the log that's holding the caravan moves, doesn't it? And then the caravan runs away into the big city. And I thought, well, the guy's just going to work up, work up. The guy's just going to wake up and he's going to just go back to the farm. Like, <laughs> yeah. But then he suffers from amnesia because he gets hit, hit, hit on the head. On the yeah. head. yeah. And then this is the part of the film where I started to question Sean's morals a little bit. Because uh-huh. Sean is supposedly the hero, right? Is he the hero? Is he the centre of attention? He's the, the he's the main character. Yeah, he's the main character. I think I thought he's the one we're all meant to flock to. Hey, show the sheep. Sorry. <laughs> this is why it's only 10% of my podcast. <laughs> um, oh, uh, so yeah so right so Sean the sheep is actually comes across like quite a selfish little prick if you think about it because he gets up he doesn't have much to do like you say he's lazy he's he's pissed off when he really his life isn't that bad so he gets rid of this farmer so that he can have a jolly gets rid of the farmer the only reason he then wants the farmer back is because he now can't get to the sheep food and the, and the sheep are hungry, aren't they? Because there's no farmer to feed the sheep. So Sean's now realised, I need to get the farmer back. But he's not getting the farmer back for the good of the farmer. It's because he can't eat. So I'm like, actually, Sean, you're a bit of a prick. Well, I mean, sense. he thought but I like that the him. farmer was in the caravan. And then he ended up... Well, I guess Sean the sheep was the only person to, to volunteer to go to the city. They, Everyone. All, they all volunteered, all the sheep that went. That's because they followed him like sheep. Ah, mm. didn't even clock that bit. <laughs> yeah, but that is true. He's the, he he is the hero that goes off to mm-hmm. to get the, to get him back. But I did think, oh, like when it suits you, Sean. Yeah, and like, don't put your back out for anyone else, <laughs> mate. But like when it's when yeah, it's in your, when you know when it's going to benefit you. Yeah, crack on, help people out. Um, I've actually mm. written. I'm looking at my notes now. Sean is a selfish prick. The dog is the hero. Because the dog is the, the one. The dog's loyal. Yeah, the dog is loyal. And the dog goes down to the hospital, um, nearly performs an operation somehow. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, he's, but that, but that's, that's another part of the film is the thing that is, there's not, there's not, I, I've written down like, why, why can the farmer not speak? The farmer can't speak. The people can't speak. Nobody can speak. In, yeah. Well, they, that, well, they do kind of communicate to each other, don't they? But it's in all. They go, it's us. like sim language. It's like they're not actually that saying anything. But yeah. <laughs> it was weird because I, so I, I made sure that I didn't download like the German version, and then I was like, actually, maybe the German <laughs> version would be good because it's like a kids' film. It'd be nice and simple. And so I got yeah. this, and um, yeah, there was no speaking in it at all, which I didn't yeah. know, and. Um, but the words on all the uh, like the newspapers and stuff were in German, so I was like, "Oh, okay." But it was like, but but I looked on like the IMDb, and it's got like like um, proper voice actors, like individual voice actors for each sheep. And there's a guy, what's his Omid uh, Omid Jalili, Jalili? The, the doctor. He plays someone called Trumper. I don't oh, know. Trumper? Trumper's the evil guy that um, catches. Because ah. in, in, in the... The animal containment guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because gotcha. in, in the English one, his business card says a Trumper. So I was like, does that mean somebody that farts? You know, like you say, oh, he's a Trumper. Does yeah, I was sense? trying to work out whether it was like meant to be a joke that I was missing. I don't know. Mm. Well, 
Um, yeah, so there's no speaking in it, but in Aardman, like Wallace and Gromit, there's speech and mm-hmm, and in mm-hmm. Chicken Run, there's speech. So I was like, I just wondered why in the Shaun of the Sheep world, there was no speech, but no, it was okay. But they, they kind of do a very good job at engaging you even without any audio. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's because I've got the mind of a child, but I actually found myself quite engaged and there's no speaking in it. And like just watching little plasticine sheep run around a city, it was weirdly entertaining. <laughs> it, <laughs> but they, it was. I mean, they had they had all like the generic gimmicks in there. Like there's an animal dressed up as a human. And so one of the humans mis- like f- ends up fancying the, 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 the animal dressed up as the, as the person. And mm. um, so I was just like, uh huh, yeah, yeah, there's that, that one. And th- there's the classic showdown. Like this trumper guy is crazy because yeah, he's nuts. why? Why he does is... he carry on chasing people? Like the the owner is there with his animals, and it's like, no, nah, I'm still going to have to kill them all or something, or capture them yeah, for no reason. Not just kill them, push push them into a crevasse, like it's like yeah. off a gorge. Um, but just to jump back to, you know, when they dress up as humans, yeah. The best bit about that, hands down, was where the baby sheep pretends to be one of those little rucksacks. The <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> yeah, that was, I was great. Like, that was excellent. Yeah, they've got the baby sheep as one of those little backpacks that people wear, where it's like little <laughs> animal backpacks and stuff. Um, I was like, that's quality. They animated um, that really well, actually, because because he's there like giggling, and then the guy turns around, and looks, and he actually like goes limp and they he managed to make it like anime, a backpack and it, it worked really really well that was quite impressive actually from an mm. animation point of view <laughs> but yeah yeah also because they still no you go <laughs> after they you. still they still they still make it like frame by frame correct yeah yeah so they, they still have to anticipate the like it waving about and stuff i am um... I googled how tall is Sean the sheep, and he's twenty centimeters tall. Aww. That's how tall he is. Yeah, not a lot that's of how tall this little character is. So it gives you an idea of how big they are, and they still do the kind of freeze frame style mm. or whatever it's called. Um, stop motion. Stop motion. Yeah, that's it. I knew you'd know the real name for it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I I remember watching like Wallace and Gromit when I was very very young and being completely entertained by it so i'm glad it's still going on like this stop motion this claymation thing um because there's been there's been some really good uh movies with that as well like um wes anderson did fantastic mr fox as stop motion which had, i've never seen it I, I i thought my mates and i watched it and we thought it was wonderful because they managed to make it like slapstick comedy mm-hmm. but they're puppets like they're not people and and they made it like physical humor which was really really cool so what like team america no like um i don't know there's there's like it's a fantastic mr fox they're doing like this big um heist and there's they need to get out and it's like quick a motorbike and they turn around and there's like a motorbike there and they run behind the motorbike and of course they're too small to drive the motorbike and then suddenly a tiny little motorbike drives out from behind it instead. And they've got like a just random tiny motorbike. It's like, yeah, just like bits like that where you're just watching it and going, wait, what? And yeah, it's brilliant. But I'll have to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll put that in my recommendations as yeah, well. Maybe you can. One of my movies. Maybe, maybe yeah. you can. Do you know the other thing as well that I noticed? I don't think the farmer has any eyes. No. 
He wears yeah. glasses, but you'd never see his eyes. It's really odd because other people do have eyes. Everybody else has <laughs> eyes. He doesn't seem to have eyes. I think it's. I thought that's not very smart if he's cutting hair. Can't see. He's got no eyes. Artistic choice. That that went through my mind. Do you know what else went through my mind about the farmer? For some reason, and this is probably isn't even oh, okay. that accurate. But at the start, when he's young, I just thought he looks a bit like Cameron. You know, Cameron. Watch it again when he's hugging all the sheep. <laughs> I'm not watching Sean the Sheep again. <laughs> you not, didn't, didn't you like it? I mean, it's the kind of film that you don't need to really watch more than once. So, Do you need to watch any film more than once, realistically? It's not the kind of film that you'd want to watch more than once. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, However, um, another surprising aspect... Great soundtrack. Really? I What did you have at the end? Because I've written down the tune at the end is fucking awful. We had some kind of... if it, You watched the German version, yeah? Uh, it had German words in it, but I don't know if it changed like the music. But we had... Um, who, was the fi- who was the final song? The final song was Feels Like Summer. Was no. It? Life's a Treat? Hmm. Life's a uh, treat with Sean Sheep. Oh, is that what that is? Oh, one of them is by Rizzle Kicks as well. Yeah, that one. Oh, that was awful. It was so uh, bad. Okay, this Rizzle- is this is yeah, this is different for the one. <laughs> so I had like the Foo Fighters and oh no, <laughs> no way. I had I had Rizzle Kicks doing some kind of rap like. Get down with the Sean the Sheep. It was one of those cringe-worthy, Wait, like, trying to the make sheep? the Sean the Sheep call. Sean the uh, Sheep. We, we, might, we, uh, might, we might have had a Foo Fighters track. It was... Well, I've just looked it up. Um, and on the IMDb, and the Foo Fighters track isn't on there. So, mm. I, I don't, don't know. I don't remember which Foo Fighters track. It was Home from Echoes and si- Echo Silence, Patience and Grace. Don't think so. Well, I'm looking at the uh, the official soundtrack on mm. Amazon in Germany. And this Foo Fighters track's not on there, but it was definitely there. It was all just like rock and roll, like 80s rock, rock tracks for the entire thing. I think we had the um, get your rocks off, get your rocks off. Did it, did it have that sound? Yeah. Da, 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 da. When he's on the bus, he's only on the bus and it's like rocking out. But da, 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 this was definitely in there because it was the point where they all realised that they wanted to go home and so then the songs start playing. It's like, oh, I want is to be home. And I was like, they're playing the Foo Fighters on this track. I do think that track was in there, to be fair. Is it when they're all in, like, they're around in the trash and that? Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. That's the yeah. one. Yeah, I think that was in there, actually. Yeah, that's a Foo Fighters that song. I didn't realise it was a Foo Fighters song, though. Yeah, but I thought song. it was quite clever how, obviously, they've chosen songs to try and express the mood, yeah. express when what's going no, on, because there's, there's no, no audio. Audio and stuff, yeah. There's no um, yeah. voices. But, yeah, so I was, I was entertained. And they've got some... Funny little moments in there. Like, I spotted a blue Peter badge as well. Oh, yeah, Sean he's got his rucksack. Yeah, Sean the Sheep has a blue Peter badge on his rucksack. Yeah, That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, did, did you ever get one? No. I always wanted one. I don't know what I would have been given one for. What could you get one for? I don't know. Writing in. Mm. I, just, I just didn't do anything as a kid. So, like, Did you not? 
No. Did you, you could could you not get one for your Warhammers or something? Surely that qualifies. I wasn't Blue really Peter watching Blue Peter by the time I was doing that. I don't Is know. Blue Peter still going? I don't know. Blue Peter. How would you describe Blue Peter to anybody that doesn't know what it is? Um, I was going to try and explain what it is. It's a kids TV show. UK. It's a UK thing, isn't it? Um, that, oh God, I don't know. It's like a host show where they just talk about things that kids do. There's some arts and crafts. There's some things to do. They coined the phrase, and here's one I made earlier. Yeah, they did coin that phrase, didn't they? Because it was um, like arts and crafts. It's a bit like Art Attack, but weird. Oh, apparently it's called a, a magazine program. A magazine program. It's like, yeah, it's like multimedia stuff. It's it, That yeah. kind of makes sense. There's loads yeah. of tripe in there. They do like stories. They do real stories and stuff. They like have fake stories. I don't know. Activities. Yeah. All of the stuff. I'll have to, I'll have to give it a, uh, uh, a watch, maybe. Um, it's still going. Mm. 200 um, and... F- how many? 298 episodes. Blimey. It's enough for one a day for a year. Almost a year. We'll get that many podcasts one day. 298. <laughs> we said uh, we're going to crack out at 100, didn't we? That's, that's what we That's not in my contract, out. unfortunately. Yeah, I was going to say it's up to 100 and then... Yeah. And then, and then we reassess and reevaluate. So let's wrap up Sean the Sheep then. Yeah. <laughs> Go on then. Wrap up. So it's right. a good it is. It's a, do you know what, mate? It's right. Weirdly enjoyable. I actually quite enjoyed it. I came, yeah. I came off, I was like, I'm going to go downstairs get a glass of water and on the way down I found myself humming the straw and the sheep tune. Um <laughs> Past my brother, and he was like, "Oh, do you enjoy it then?" <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> actually, yeah, I thought it was all right. Actually, I, 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 I did hum to myself a couple of times this week. Yeah, the Sean the Sheep thing. I, I quite like it. I would definitely say what like if you want a uh, if you want a little kiddies film to stick on like a Chicken Run esque style, you know, Twist Story. Um, <laughs> I, I would I would go for Sean the Sheep. Fairly easy. <laughs> if I was if I was like babysitting someone, I'd be like, right, we're watching Sean the Sheep. And, uh, yeah it's an easy it's easy watch it's enjoyable and like you say there's a few moments that actually make you laugh and go oh, yeah, yeah it's quite funny I did, I did laugh funny a bit too much to be bit comfortable of a, bit of a bad boy um, <laughs> maybe one of these uh, one of these new generation kids with their hair styles Gen Z, and stuff Gen Z haircut we, maybe we should do that like maybe one of the things that scare us every day like when we get back into dating is we should both try and do a first date serious and watch Sean the Sheep with the person. Invite the date over to watch Sean the Sheep. I reckon that'll go down quite well. I reckon it's the car- it's my kind of humour. Hey, do you want to come over and watch Sean the Sheep? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd make that dear. work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could work with that. So basically, the Travis Pepper podcast or show or whatever we are, mentoring a moron, we, we approve of Sean the Sheep. We're saying, yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> well if you've been sleeping oh. on it kids <laughs> now's the chance now's grab the chance. grab the bull by the horns and uh watch sean the sheep watch sean the sheep let's get this fringe out of my face oh wow that was a, that was a good one so let's I enjoyed um, sean 
That's uh, it takes it takes some. Uh, well, I was gonna I was gonna tangent off the uh, segue from the from the good music, but you didn't agree. Huh? I was going to tangent uh, seg- uh, segue from the the music of Sean the Sheep into our next music thing, but how are you going to do that? Um, hold on, I'm just going through this. <laughs> going through the lyrics. Caravan is a song on ah, Moondance. It is. It is a song on Moondance. The caravan caused all the problems with Sean the Sheep. Let's see which caravan we prefer. <laughs> Here we go. So. Nice. We're going to talk about Van Morrison. Yes. Moon that's dance. the plan. So, Van Morrison. Not- the Irish singer. I think he's Irish. Is he really? Never would have got that ever. In Northern years. Irish. Ooh, sorry. Um, never would have got that. Yeah. Didn't know, never knew that. Never knew that. That's interesting. Shows you how much research I've done this week. You um, usually do a lot of the research on these. Yeah, I do artists. do a lot of the research, and I haven't managed to dive into the research as much this week. I've just been more listening than okay. researching. Um, he's also Sir Van Morrison. Did you know that? No. Yeah, he's knighted. Yeah. Yeah. Sir Sir VM. Um, I said last week that the record company. Mm-hmm. was the shittest album artwork I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, and lo God. and behold, a week later, ladies and gentlemen, we have a new winner. <laughs> <laughs> this album cover is awful. <laughs> it is awful. Is that him? Yeah, that's him. Does he smile? In general? Well, yeah. W- why? Why are you asking this? <laughs> Because he's not smiling in the photo. In any of the photos. There's four photos of him and you're saying like, nah, nah, this man, that's enough evidence for me. This man doesn't <laughs> smile. <laughs> well, if, if I took four photos of you, I bet you'd be smiling in every photo. Maybe like you'd be smiling in three, not smiling in one. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Prove me wrong. Go on your Facebook and tell me what's the first photo. Are you smiling or are you not smiling? Okay, let's see. Hold on. Sorry, let's just close Blue's P- Blue Peter. We've got more important things to do. So, am I smiling in my first photo? Yes. One smile. Okay. Two out of two smiles. Smile. Three out of three. Smile. Ah, my fourth one isn't a smile. I've got my serious base face on. Serious base face. So, you've got <laughs> smile, 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 serious base face. So, my album cover... Got- would be smile, 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 and then my serious space face. Serious space face. And okay. I'm cool with that, right? Because right. you're mixing it up. But this guy's got miserable, 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 miserable face. Um, and he's basically, they've taken a photo of him looking miserable. And he's like, we need something else to overlay on this picture. I don't know. Why don't we just overlay more of your face being miserable? Yeah, bang on. <laughs> and, unless, and, unless, there's some, unless there's some hidden meaning behind it, I don't get it. I a, think yeah, lots of albums at the time had stuff like that. And well, it's not an excuse. Seems- not an excuse. <laughs> I'm not having it because I tell you what, if I was at school, right, and I followed the crowd and did what everybody else was doing and got in trouble and then went home to my mum and said, oh, it's all right because everyone else is doing it, she'd be like, no, it's not. It's not all right to copy just because everyone else is doing it. If Van Morrison jumps off a cliff, would you do it too? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, I would. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, yeah, sorry. I just had to get that little rant out there because I thought, you know, it's interesting. We usually get some nice, bright, vibrant album covers and the last couple of weeks, um, it's been quiet. It's been quiet and it's been miserable. So okay. Well, we we'll need to put to like it. a checklist. Like when people need, want to submit uh, a recommendation for the album, we'll put a checklist up there. Like, is it colourful? Does it have a horn section? Is it? No, I, I don't, I don't, is it I longer than? Isn't it longer than ten songs? <laughs> well, that's, this one isn't. This one's a short one. This is a good. Well, another well, forty minutes or so. Before we dive in, uh, I had a fun fun week with this album. In the sense that I, um, I got the wrong album for half of the week. In the How sense did you that you get the wrong album. So, so I listened to this album straight after the podcast, straight after we uh, we um, we wrapped last week, and really? started listening to it. It's quite late. It's quite late when we finished last week, and then you was it last week or was it the day after? It was very, po- very, 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 very soon things. after. Um, but also around the same time, I actually ended up clicking on the uh dry the river album so back in season one we had dry the river their album mm. it got in and i discovered that you know they have a second album so i was like oh start listening to this and somehow alternating between these two albums i convinced myself that the dry the river album was the submitted album that we we're meant to be reviewing so i was listening so to the no no i reviewed it I, I, I worked this out soon enough but I started okay. writing notes on the Dry the River album. You tuna. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, shit. And so that was about Thursday. I think it got to Thursday that I realized that I was thinking about the wrong one. Thursday before you realized you were doing the wrong one. Yeah, yeah. It was that's, a slow that, transition. That's my role. In yeah, this I know. It's not yours. <laughs> that's why I thought I'd bring it up. <laughs> Don't step on my patch, mate. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to come well, here and be really smart about the music now and say, oh. This arpeggio sounds fantastically crisp. Well, speaking of the arpeggios, actually, Luke, <laughs> nice one, actually. They do have some pretty good ones. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, it sounded like the Monty Python. I've told him we've already got one. <laughs> <laughs> He's selling arpeggios. I've told him we've already got one. We've already got one. <laughs> you English can make it. <laughs> oh, God. No, but, go away, yeah. I taunt you a so, so I I I I enjoyed the hell out of this week listening to some music so um yeah i I finally realized it was the right album and i've uh, actually got notes on (laughs) the van morrison album but if we did want to review the dry the river album i've already got the notes done so i've already got and you're welcome to copy it's absolutely fine thank you Uh, i don't hit me i I don't know should i I just just jump in yeah jump in so i've got a tick system which was revealed yep. last week. Last week. I like the tick system. To be tick fair. system. Um, fan of it. There is not a single song on this album that didn't get a tick. Wow. This, uh, so no, no tension because I can't hold it in, can't hold the suspense in. Um, yeah. This is now one of my favourite albums. Wow. I, I thought this was, this was, a wonderful album. And I, so I first put it on whilst I was playing, um, I was just playing a computer game and I, mm. and I, it was just going around and around and around in the background. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm, f- just, I'm, f- I'm fucking digging this. Like, this is, this is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I was like, what did you I was like? so, so should I go through like the most tick ones or, or up to you, mate? 
Well, I like I, I, I like his voice, and I like how he's he. So a lot of people can can make an album, and what they'll do is they'll have the same kind of production on every track, the same kind of mix on every track, the same kind of structure on every track, all in the same genre, singing in the same style. Now, what I liked about this is you had a couple of ballads, you had a couple of uh, slow blues, you had a couple of upbeat songs, uh, you had a swing song on there from Moondance, a little bit of slow rock. That's the track I knew, Moondance. Moondance, yeah, yeah, that's one of his most famous ones. And what he does on of the songs is he sings differently as well. So mm-hmm. the way he sings on And It Stoned Me, I was mm. like... Having having only really heard uh, from Van Morrison, Brown Eyed Girl Brown-eyed and uh, Moon Dance, and it Stomy came in and I was like, "Whoa, he's going for a he's going for a, like a real country vibe, like a slow rock yeah, vibe yeah. here." And I was like, "This is this is cool." And like the first song, it's it's like a simple little story song about going to like the some cliffs and chilling out with some mates and stuff and. Yeah, it's it's a lot of his, a lot of the songs on it. I'd say I'd say a good chunk of them are all kind of like little short story kind of things, and it's more describing like a little situation and a feeling around a little event. And so, yeah, he was on some cliffs. Um, he's talking to someone uh, like who he fancies at night, and saying this is a marvelous night for a moon dance, and it's all very very little specific things like. Uh, is it caravan? It's, it, it, it talks about um, hitchhiking a little bit and just having a good time. Um, is it? Oh, is it caravan? No, maybe not. Um, but yeah, it's I, the one I that like- opens. Caravan opens with a fancy piano. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, throughout there, there was lots of interesting bits. Um, yeah, it, it kind of. Yeah, starts with these little stories, has a couple of love songs, and then this theme appears in the last three songs about kind of um, starting anew, starting afresh, brand new day, kind of has this uplifting vibe, like, yeah, may feel a bit rubbish, but, you know, it's a brand new day. Yeah, we're going to make something of it. And, yeah, everyone is just uh, thinking about all these fun little uplifting bits of life as well. Um yeah, and yeah, as we go through it, I was just enjoying kind of every moment of it, which was really, really cool. So, if you compare it to last week's album, if I were to compare, you, yeah, what did I enjoy that was different or the same? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because for me, they kind of—I don't know—I put them in a very similar bracket. I would say that. Um, because you didn't like last week's one, and the thing that the thing that got me is, I be honest, like I've got completely the other opinion to you. I didn't like this album at all. Really? Um, yeah. There's because you know what? There was nothing in it. It's the same as what you said last week. On in the background, quite nice, but there's nothing in it that really got me going, and nothing really that grabbed me. It could be on in the background, and I, I kind of seem to say this every week at the moment. Yeah. But like. It's bluesy, speakeasy, like, and it can go in the background quite nicely. And you could put it on if you have in a, I don't know, one of your little dinner mm. 
dinner escapades <laughs> that you do where you've got like a little martini and a tash and you twirl it and stuff and you can have it on in the background and i feel about the you know like last week there was a couple of riffs and there was a couple of tracks i was like oh that's got a little bit of like meat to it um and i just felt this week was very blah and i thought to myself if he comes and likes this i, I can't see how he's disliked last week's one last week's i found this. last week's i found that the genre that last week's album was, um, if someone was learning how to write a song in that genre, then that album last week was like a template. It's like the default. I found it very, very boring and they were not doing anything interesting or exciting, but also the songs weren't inspiring any emotion or, or, or any particularly nice feelings. So, it was just, it just was, it was okay. Whereas in this one, you know, Moondance took me away to like a, a, a very, very wonderful, wonderful night. Um, Into the Miskedic, for example, every single melody in the verses was so nicely written, very powerful co uh, chorus. Every moment of the song um, w was engaging from a melodic point of view it was interesting and just little interactions between the guitars and the vocals were um were, were wonderful to listen to and then you kind of had come running which was this song where it was um you had like a a, a groovy backbeat where each instrument was kind of stressing a different beat um like it had a, a, its normal pulse but it was kind of like moving you around and then when it got to those significant moments of the songs you had like a mm. bam 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 and then it goes back into this but the drums were doing something a bit out of sync with the bass and it was quite nice um everyone had this crazy cool organ at the beginning that was which was going mad which was really really nice and um i quite like glad tidings the last one well, I loved Glad Tidings, and then I realised yeah, that like it. it's exactly the same as Brown Eyed Girl. That's exactly what I've written down. It's, it's exactly, exactly the same song. What I've written down, yeah, it's the same. Because because I was Girl. there and I was like, la 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 la. Yeah. Wait, what? That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's exactly what I did. So so that was an annoying one because I was like, I like it, but it is the same song that you released two years two years earlier. So I was a bit mm. like, nah, you banned Morrison. Nah, being cheeky there. So. Because I feel like that album was missing a brown-eyed girl on it. Do you know what I mean? Something that's a little bit like... Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, you could have had like one extra upbeat or a couple of... I think this is the difference more. between you and me. This is where the, where this is where our intellect really starts to show <laughs> because you, like for me, I just was like, there wasn't anything wrong with it. But there was just nothing that got me. Like, I, mm. I, 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 I'm like one of those like monkeys that needs a Seven Nation Army riff. Like, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um, I well, just, yeah. Oh, what was it? I, to be honest? I could go through like every song and describe like the individual bits because I don't know. I'm one of those people that you can have a song that's kind of good. Um, but if it doesn't have that like one little bit that hooks you in, then it's, it's not, uh, it's not my kind of thing. And so for me, it was just like everything on this album had something 
um, what was it? The, like on the first song, um, oh, this was the song with the pickup truck. And it's like half, half, a, half a mile when the county fair and the rain came pouring down. And that's I was the like, opening, right? Is that yeah, the opening line? That's the opening line. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. And, I, and it hooked me that just that but little I line melody because I found that track almost felt like it should have been like in the middle of the album. Mm. Do you know when like it, 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 I had a really weird feeling with that opening track as if like, Oh, have I missed the first track? Because I just yeah, felt like I that, can get that. Do, do you see what I mean? Yeah. I felt like that track was rolling into right, like something like was rolling from another track and he was just, and I was like, have I skipped this? Have I? And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, no, oh no, this is the yeah, start. Yeah. And, I get that. Yeah. It, it jarred uh, me. I was like, I was like, whoa. Uh, oh, we're just going straight into we're it. Just cool. straight in. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. do this. <laughs> and so yeah, it's like you walked into the room and he's got his pants down already. You're like, okay, fair enough. That's fair, let's let's get this done. Yeah. Let's roll. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, Sir yeah. Van Morrison. Don't yeah. mind if I do. He <laughs> <laughs> seems like an attractive man. I don't know. We've only seen him sad, so we can't, we don't know what he's like when he's uh, excited. So oh, yeah, man. but like. Moon Dance obviously is a classic. Everything about that, I'm just like, ah, oh, yeah, timeless. Um, like, I was struggling to pick favorites, but um, like, Crazy Love didn't really have anything super special about it. It was just worked nice, and it had a nice hook, and it was the kind of song where I was like, John Mayer listened to this song and was like, I'm gonna make some music like this. Like, this, yeah, this, this, this that's the vibe I got from there. I got and Bob Dylan. Like yeah. Reminded me a lot of Bob Dylan. I what, like throughout Bob. Or, or just on the... No, oh, not throughout, but like that was one of the influences yeah. that I thought, you know, um, like the first track, that's mm-hmm. Bob Dylan-y to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that kind, that kind of stuff reminded me a little bit of a Bob Dylan-esque vibe to it. Um, but, yeah. But yeah. I mean, like for me, like where you're very, um, like music, you're logical mm-hmm. with music and you can see the logic. I'm very emotionally driven. And like, well, no, I, I disagree. I'd say mine's mm-hmm. emotional as well. It's just from a, like, cause I can't, Sorry, I haven't been I've able to, ex- him. I've offended him. No, I haven't mm-hmm. been able to explain like what it is about the song. If I could, then I would, I was like, yeah. And, and it's still, what is it? Half a mile from the county fair and the rain came tumbling down. What is it about that lyric and that melody that made me go, oh, yeah, I like that. I don't know. It just... Just felt like just, you liked just, it. Yeah, it just felt good. Like, you know, that's why I can enjoy like a chorus that's just like la 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 la's. And I'm like... Yeah, okay. So, and, so maybe I, you just add a little bit of logic on the emotion, whereas I'm purely like... If it like, doesn't pull me in instantly, I'm like... Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'd listen to the chorus with the la la la's and I'd be like, yeah, I get you. And someone would be, they're just saying la's. It's like, no, 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 no. But I understood what he meant. They're, they're just saying la's. Yeah, but I understood. Shut up. It just makes sense. It works. Uh, like, so I don't know. I, Brand New Day was one which didn't really musically, emotionally get me, but like, um, Lyrically, I thought it was a great, like, quite a nice song as well. And there were times where he just like said things in a certain way, and I was like, "Yeah, man, yeah, that's cool." Like, this is this new start song, and it was like, um, 
I was a long time hurt and thrown in the dirt, shoved out on the railroad track, been used, abused, and I didn't have anywhere to run. But I stood and I looked and I got my eyes hooked on that beautiful morning sun. And I was like, yeah, you were hung over one day and felt bad and saw the sun and were like, everything's great. <laughs> I still think you're fluffy though. I don't, I don't agree. I, 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 I still don't, you're still not selling it to me. Like I'm, li- if I'm listening to this, if I'm an audience listener and am I sold by your review? Probably not. Mm. Does that make sense? I still don't understand why it's a good album. It's, I don't know how I could explain it any differently. If we, li- if we sat down the two of us yeah, and listen to the album, which we do, and I'll be like, I'll be week. like, I'll be like, this bit, this bit. Yeah, feel that. And then like right, maybe okay. you'd be like, oh, so what is okay, what is it. that bit though? That's what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, like last week when we were talking about we can see you can get into certain tracks and go, yeah, bang, this really hits and that really hits. But I don't think we've got that this week, personally. But maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just being well, moronic. I don't know. Which it's is just my like, role. It's just like it's what the, I'm here to do. I don't know. Just everything. It's like a combination. Like like the voice, he was doing that kind of Stoner you're kind of thing here, at the beginning. Saying, you're saying it's it's not you, it's me. That's what you're saying. You're like coming to <laughs> me you. and you're like, yeah, why don't you get it? You should get it. You've listened to me enough. You should understand what I'm talking about. This is why this relationship's falling was, apart. This is why yeah. we need help. We come from different worlds, like Lady and the Tramp. Um, yeah, I, we'll let the audience do figure out who's who. Yeah, I mean, I could just go through the entire album and be like, no, hum every single don't. little bit, but I don't think that's no. good content, to no. be honest. <laughs> no, I, th- I think we're done. I, th- I, think, I mean, I mean I, I, I've obviously expressed I don't like it. You do like it. It's not mm. going on the Travis Pepper playlist, unfortunately. Um, and I don't, even after listening to you for the last 20 minutes, I don't think I know why it's <laughs> going. <laughs> but anyway, we move on. We move on. So oh. I'm sure the sheep went in. Classic. Oh my god. <laughs> Van Morrison did it. Oh my <laughs> welcome. god. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back. Still listening to the Travis Pepper podcast where we take classic music and put it in the bin, but we're happy to put our stamp on Sean the Sheep the movie. <laughs> Travis is silent just in like sure disbelief. He's <laughs> He's staring out the window into the dark night sky. Van Morrison will probably write a song about it and he'll like it, but uh, for now it's not going uh, in. I'm sure the sheep is. Anyway. I've kind of... Oh, it's, it's kind of just hit me what this podcast is about. Oh, it's crap, isn't it? What a <laughs> load of shit. Um, are we going to do anything next week? Yeah. Yeah, we've got, we got, we got something coming out next week. We've got something already oh. planned for next week. So... I don't have any extra homework, so I can just crack well, on we with need the book. Well, we need to set homework for the week, two weeks after. Okay, fine. So, so, so we, so we got the book, and yep. that'll be done for the next yeah? one. And so, yep. what, what, what do we want for the week after next? What we do? Do you know? Do you know what I fancy? What I feel like we haven't had in a little while. Like, Fun. Uh, yeah. Wow, mate, after you dribbling on about Van Morrison for 20 minutes, fuck me. <laughs> you picked apart Sean the fucking sheep. <laughs> yeah, but at least we dove into like his haircut and why it was significant. You've just waffled on, mate. You've just waffled. Um, 
I don't get I it. Shut up, Jay. Shut up, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> I played that card of like, oh, you're the smart kids, brilliant. The uh... I like oh, how you yeah. set that up early on. You're like, oh yeah, Travis. Yeah, you you always do like the music stuff. <laughs> ah, and that's the reason why you don't like it. <sighs> ah. Anyway, what are we doing? <laughs> I fancy we haven't had like a documentary style educational watch in a while. Okay. I fancy a little bit of an educational watch. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, have you got one? Um. (laughs) (laughs) Or how about we get one for next week? So So by next week, we would like a documentary. So there's two things on here that are kind of like documentary. So the cove... That bottom one is when they were killing all the whale uh, dolphins, when they were slaughtering dolphins in Japan. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was about the mass slaughter. Um, there's a Scientology thing on there. Watch. Go, uh, oh, yeah, watch. That's the what, going clear. <laughs> that's what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, you got to do that. That's, 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 that's the, the category. You have to take for that ticket. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I read the wrong thing. Sorry. Uh, going clear, Scientology and the prison of belief. The other, thing that, the other thing that I fancy on there is um daniel daniel sloss dark what's that that's the other thing what's that dark yeah dark or jigsaw he's a comedian and uh his jokes are his jokes are brutal and it's really i thought it's really it could be really interesting to watch. i've never seen it but i know who he is because i've seen him on a few podcasts and uh okay well which which you want to do, or you can decide by next week. But, but for those, let's watch dark. Maybe yeah. Decision. So you wanted something educational, and you've gone for a comedian. <laughs> and I'm the one that doesn't make sense. <laughs> don't try. Don't try and dig your way back after that Van well, Morrison shit. I'm not show. digging out of anything. Dark, I'm pushing you in the hole. <laughs> Dragging right, you that's, down. That's oh. going in. And, okay. And you, right. can, and you, what, what, what else? So we've got a book on the go. We've now got the comedian. Daniel so we'll Sloss. do, we'll do those two for the week after next. The reason we're not doing anything next week is because we've got a guest coming on the show to try and help us fix our relationship before Valentine's Day. So yay! <laughs> what, fix our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how we deal with each other. So, yeah. people, you will be happy to know that next week you don't have to listen to Travis dribble on about an album. <laughs> make no sense. Oh, yeah. mate, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, di- I'm, I'm disappointed. I just dragged Sean the Sheep into our recommended watch list, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> Van Morrison in the rejected list. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm gonna have to shut this down. All right, we're stopping here. See you later, mate. Podcast over. Everybody go home. We're done. It's the Travis Pepper Show. Thanks for listening. Because you've made it until the end, I'd like to think that you've enjoyed yourself. If you did, or even if you didn't, then uh, just leave us a review and follow us on Instagram at Mentoring a Moron Podcast, where you can get in touch, send us recommendations, and see how we're getting on with our challenges. See you next week.